Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tony Brown, and you're listening to Firearms Cafe, the show where we discuss the philosophies of responsible firearms ownership, as well as the relevant issues and challenges that we face in the current gun culture. Well, hey, everybody. What is going on? Today is Thursday. It is the 7th of January 2021. And this year has really started off with a bang, hasn't it? All right, let's go ahead and we'll get our contact info posted and then we'll jump in with the show. If you'd like to contact me, I do have a couple of different ways that you can do so. There is the email address, which is firearmscafe at protonmail.com. All one word, firearmscafe at protonmail.com. Dot com, and that's where you can send either audio that you record or you can send an email, and I'll go ahead and read that out for you on the show. There is also the voicemail, which is area code 206-745-2731. And with that, you are limited to about, I think, three minutes is the max before it cuts you off. I am in the uh, mobile studio, so when I'm in a parking lot, I had to take my mother-in-law into a dental appointment and so I'm waiting out here and I've got a few minutes so I thought I would do a quick segment. Uh, As far as social media stuff I guess I should say with the um, rest of the contact stuff if you go over to the website which is firearmscafe.com you'll find buttons for Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. I have not got a button up yet for uh, full 30 or for BitChute. But if you go over to BitChute and you do every blade of grass 76, uh, that's my channel there. And if you go over to full 30, it's just every blade of grass. And of course, uh, YouTube, if you just click on the button. But if you don't click on the button and you type in every blade of grass, it should take you to my channel. So, sounds like, I don't know if you guys will hear that. we got a plane going overhead. But anyway, uh, that's kind of about it, I guess, for the housekeeping. One last little bit will be, if you like the show, if you would ever consider supporting it financially and wanted to do a donation to me to help pay for things like hosting and the uh, web address, all that type of stuff, uh, domain names, all that kind of jazz, there is a donation button, and you can click on that and just follow the prompts, and it's easy-peasy. And any little bit would help. And if other if you can't do that, I understand. That's fine. Uh, what I would uh, ask you to do, as I've done before in the past, is maybe go over to the YouTube channel and some of the, the other things and just subscribe. Uh, so the the actual YouTube channel is starting to grow, which is good. And I'm hoping that will do. I'm, I've been doing a little bit more content with that. And I've still got some, oh, some uh, ideas on what I want to do there. I did do a... Uh, anatomy of an AR lower and then I I was just going to leave it at that and then I had done more kind of like a full build of a of a uh, AR lower and I I had to I split that up and put it up into two parts and kind of did it AR lower birthday or something like that to maybe kind of get beyond some of the some of the catch words stuff like that so anyway go over and check those out if you haven't uh, and subscribe if you can and share the videos with your friends if you think they're worthwhile. 
All right, so let's jump in and let's talk about, oh, I don't know, what do we want to talk about first? And I guess what we'll need to talk about first will be the uh, the election in Georgia and what was going on there. And so it looks like we lost the election there. Uh, it looks like the, the Democrats have taken that. So what that means is that now in the Senate is that you've got basically 51 Democrats and you've got 50 Republicans. And I know you're saying, well, wait a minute, you know, there's only supposed to be 100. So again, if there's a tie on something, you have to remember that the vice president is the one who is going to cast that last vote. So in essence, what is happening in the Senate now is that we have, it's 51-50. So if it ever comes to a thing where it's a straight party line vote, then in essence, they'll never lose. As far as I understand, now if I've got it wrong, somebody uh, either call in or send in some stuff and let me know. But basically, kind of in a in a nutshell, sort of oh, simplifying things. That's kind of what we've got with some of the uh, with the recent unrest that happened. I guess it was yesterday with the storming of the Capitol. You know, it's funny all this time when there was BLM riots and there was Antifa riots and there was all this other stuff that was going on. And I do think there were probably some, what they would call, uh, what's the term, agent provocateurs, people that go there and stir stuff up just to cause unrest. I'm sure that there's some of that going on with the things at the Capitol. And I was talking with my wife about that, and it's we were talking about sort of, it doesn't take much to kind of stir up an angry crowd and turn them into an angry mob. Uh, so is that what happened at the Capitol? You know, I don't know, maybe, you know, who knows. Uh, but I... I've seen some people come out and that are kind of like, uh, what would we call maybe popular in gun world talking about this stuff. And they haven't, nobody's really sort of denounced that stuff. And and there's going to be a lot of people who are going to say, well, it's, oh, it's we, the people, it's this, that, and the other thing. And boy, I just don't know if that's what's going on here. And uh, I think it's, what I was starting to say before is, you know, with the BLM and the Antifa stuff, all these same people who are now saying, oh, this is a good thing. You know, we're showing these these government people we won't be pushed around. They're the same people who are saying, hey, you know, when we go out and we protest, we don't turn violent. We don't, you know, go and destroy stuff. We don't go into places where we shouldn't be, you know, that type of thing. But, you know, again, we're... <laughs> Look for the, all the scripts to change. Look for everything to flip now. So everything that was decried before is going to be praised, and everything that was praised before will be decried, uh, just because the other side is doing it. And this is, you know, again, it's the problem that that we have in the, not just in this country and not just in the Second Amendment community and the gun community, but in just in the world in general. We have, and I've talked about it before, but I believe it's a good point to bring up is we have so many people that are positional and they don't really have any kind of foundation. They don't have any principles. They haven't really ever studied their beliefs. They just go along with whatever the crowd says. Uh, you have so many people. And of course, you, it's hard to to maybe get a real sense of stuff because so many people 
have anonymity. And even if they don't, it's, you know, they're just throwing out some comment on YouTube or they're throwing out, you know, something on Facebook and all this stuff. But some people are going to say, oh, Trump incited a riot. Other people are going to say, no, he didn't. Uh, I know he's come out and made a statement, something about there'll be a peaceful transition. You know, I won't call for this stuff. I don't know. I mean, I think, again, what it seemed to me and some of you guys, you guys know that I was never a fan of Trump and you guys know that I'm not a fan of the government at all. I, I don't like any of them. I don't, you know, I don't need those people in Washington to tell me how to live my life and how to have a moral code and be an ethical person. I just don't, I don't need them to do that. Anyway, a, a lot of people are going to, like I said, are going to say, oh, Trump incited a riot. Other people are going to say, no, those people have done it. But, you know, what? once he, it, it was sort of the writing was on the wall that he kind of was, that he had lost. And again, with the, you didn't really hear much from him. What you, What I saw was that he sort of was like a petulant child. And this is what I've said all along. Now, has there has Trump done anything that's good? Sure. Has he done a lot of stuff that's kind of crap? Yeah. Has he been, you know, a good leader? Again, I'm not a Trump fanboy, and the some people out there that are listening, they're turning it off right now, and they're going, oh, screw you, man. Again, if if the only stuff that you can say about him is, well, he's not the other side, that's not good enough. And again, you're you're falling into sort of that positional thinking and not being a principled person. And I think probably the majority of the people that are still here and are still listening to this show, even though I don't put it out as often as I would actually like to do, but I think most of you are probably, even if you disagree with me, are in some instances like-minded just from the stance of, oh, okay, well, I, this guy can have a position that I don't like and I can still accept him as a person. So hopefully, like I said, I think that's the majority of the people that listen here. So you can, we can kind of agree to disagree or we can say, oh, okay, well, we disagree on all these things, but we agree on, you know, we agree on ownership of guns or we agree on freedom of the individual, that type of stuff. So anyway, um, I guess that's maybe, I don't know. I don't want know if I, how far down the rabbit hole I want to go. I guess if I steer it more back on the rails of what's it going to mean for us in gun world. And before I talk about, well, I don't know, I guess I was going to maybe talk about the difference between somebody who's, who's, I guess you would say there's, there's, there's a major difference in between somebody who is a gun owner, somebody who is pro gun, and then somebody who is pro second amendment. And those things can, on one side of the coin, those things can all be the same person. And on the other side of the coin, you can say, oh, well, those are, can be three very different philosophies. So you can have somebody that is a gun owner who really, who really is anti-gun. And they're just like, well, I, and there's a lot of of, uh, people that were new gun owners that think that, well, it's okay for me, but not for everybody else. And they're, you know, they're fine with any kind of regulation. They're fine with any kind of registration. They're fine. You know, they don't really have any idea about, you know, the whole pistol brace or 80% lower. 
they believe all the hype that they they hear, but they still want to be able to own a gun if push comes to shove. And then you have, you know, maybe a guy who says they're pro-gun, but again, it's they're they're kind of pro-gun more for themselves and they don't mind some regulation or they don't mind they think, well, you know, nobody really needs an AR-15 or why do you need a 30-round magazine? You know, 10 is fine, 10 is plenty. You don't need more than that. And then you have real strong Second Amendment people who are like, well, none of this stuff, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be bound by certain things. And then people would say, well, so should anybody be able to have a gun or this, that, the other thing? Well, pretty much in this country, Anybody who wants a gun can get one. You can either get one through legal means or illegal means. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter. Uh, And it's hard for people to wrap their head around that if we didn't have tons and tons of gun laws, that probably stuff would stay about the same. I mean, realistically, Uh, would would maybe some go up somewhere? Would some maybe would would crime go down in other places? Probably. Uh, would everything maybe kind of wash out and be about the same? Because basically human nature is human nature and people are, are people. So you don't need gun laws or you don't need extra punishment for somebody who has shot someone as opposed to someone who stabbed somebody. So, so speaking of gun laws and all that kind of stuff, let's kind of go back. What, I guess the, we'll go back to with Biden in the White House and with the House of Representatives still controlled by the Democrats, and now the Senate, for all intents and purposes, is controlled by the Democrats. And you're going to hear them, and this is what you're going to see in the news if you still watch the news, but you're going to hear over and over and over, oh, there's a mandate from the people. And what I saw pretty much in every election was, man, there is a major split. Like, people came out, and it seems like the Democrats were able to just edge people out a little bit. Does that have anything to do with third-party stuff? Does that have anything to do with a lot of people just saying, I'm not going to vote at all. I don't want to be any part of the system. Maybe it has some to do, but a lot of times when you look at the numbers, even if you say with the third-party stuff, if you gave all those numbers to the Republican candidate, they still wouldn't have won. And I know there's a lot of people that saying, oh, it was rigged and this, that, and the other thing. There was some, but I don't think it's as widespread. I just, I have a hard time. I can't believe the majority of stuff that's reported. I mean, I can't even, I can't even trust, I guess, the baseline information that's coming in. You know, when you talk about, you know, everybody has an agenda and everybody has, some some master plan that they want to you know get pushed through or this that or the other thing so you know i i don't know you know so it's funny some people are saying because of the what do you want to call i guess the assault on the capitol building i guess i guess maybe that's what we would call it that oh it's time you know civil war is coming it's gonna pop off i you know i don't think it's gonna i think what's gonna happen is that the Democrats are going to really try and push for the next couple of years. They're going to try and push through a lot of 
welfare pro, welfare programs are really going to try and raise and to, to do that to do those programs and do a lot of stuff that they want to do you have to raise taxes and they're going to do this whole thing and it's it's more just a uh, like a salve or a balm or bread and circus to throw out to the masses oh we're going to tax the rich the rich aren't going to get taxed the rich are the people who are who are basically writing the tax laws they're they're going to have shelters they're going to be able to do kind of whatever they want to do so the mega rich, it's not going to affect them. Where if they pass something within the next year, it'll be it'll be it'll be phased out, and then the person or the people that end up having to do it will be what we'll call sort of the the middle class. Although the middle class is shrinking, but it's going to be people who are sort of small business owners. If they can, if, if once the small businesses come back, that's who it's going to be. That's who's going to get popped is the people. And even though they say, oh, it's four hundred thousand dollars, and it's going to be this. It's going to be that. You know, I don't know. Biden, I would say if he was maybe five or six years younger, would probably be able to kind of take control. I think he's going to be kind of more of like a puppet guy. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Will he bend to the to the will of the party or will the party bend to his will? You know, I don't know. Probably. I don't really see him being this big kind of forceful, dynamic uh you know, force of nature without using the word force and forceful too much, but it'll be, we're going to be in for some interesting time. Like they old when somebody curses you, they say, may you live in interesting times. So again, let's kind of come back to the whole politics thing. What do I think the face of that's going to be? I think probably what we're going to see is that may, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. I think that probably, at the next midterm election, I think that the Democrats are going to have will have tried to push through so much nonsense that that probably even the mainstream media won't be able to cover for them as much. But I think that they're going to probably lose the House and they may. All they have to do is all the Republicans have to do is pick up a seat and then it and then they've got that 51 majority again. So, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, it would have been nice had they done that, had Georgia been able to pull it off. But again, you can't really, you know, people say, oh, Georgia cost us this. No, Georgia didn't cost us anything. Or, you know, And again, I'm not Republican. I don't consider myself Republican at all. But speaking of having at least, a, you know, a thin gossamer wall of protection, you know, for gun world, there wasn't enough. There, You know, there were, had Arizona just kept a seat in the Senate. You know, had McSally been able to win either time she ran, you know, they basically ran a, a two-time loser. Had, you know, Georgia just picked up one seat, had another, you know, some of these other places had just one other person won, we wouldn't we wouldn't necessarily be having this conversation. So it's going to be very, very interesting. Like I said, I, I do think... At the next midterm election and at some of these other Senate elections when they come up, depending on what the Democrats do, how hog wild they go, we'll see. I do expect things, even though, uh, you know, we had the whole pistol brace stuff that went through and that's been kind of pulled back. There are a bunch of people in the, uh, a bunch of people in Congress that are 91 of them that sent a thing over there and got that done. I haven't heard anything about the 80 percent stuff. 
Now, again, from my understanding, what they were saying with the 80% wasn't necessarily, it was if you were buying a whole kit that you could then, they considered that a firearm, which is nonsense uh, because they, the whole thing of the 80%, again, is kind of an arbitrary made up thing just from them. The ATF really needs to be put into check and we need to not let them make law. Uh, we need to not let them interpret it, all that type of stuff. They, If they want to do an interpretation, they need to come in before Congress and say, this is why we, what we think this is. And then Congress says, nope, you know, this isn't clear. You've got to do this or we've got to, you know, we've got to go in and rewrite stuff and we've got to, you know, take control. But again, it's funny, I've already heard Democrats and, and things say things like, uh, well, you know, the hopefully, you know, when with the Biden administration, they're going to be able to correct all the bad stuff that Trump did. And, you know, it was the same thing before when uh, when Trump got in. Oh, he's going to correct all the bad stuff that Obama did. And, but again, like I said, like I said a little earlier, look for the, the scripts to change. Everything, especially on like uh, all this talk radio stuff. And on the and then on the mainstream media, you know, if it's it's kind of fun sometimes if you can control your blood pressure a little bit, it's kind of fun to just watch them and listen to them sometimes. Uh, a lot of times when I'm driving out, driving around, I'll throw on NPR to hear something a little bit, and then I'll throw on uh, more of a, like a right wing thing to hear stuff. And of course, all those right wing guys, you know, Trump couldn't do anything wrong, and it's going to get flipped now to where like Biden can't do anything right. So. Again, for the same stuff, is Biden going to be able, is his administration, will they be able to do anything that's positive? And not just gun world, but just anything. And are people going to, if he does do something well or does something that has some good, are people going to give him credit for it? Now, of course, when Trump was getting blasted, and I will say this, he did get, I mean, he got hammered by the press. But, you know, he's kind of a douchebag anyway, but so... But, I mean, he really got popped by the press. You can't, if you're being intellectually honest, you can't say that they treated him fairly, which is really all that you should ask. Now, I would be fine if the, if the press was totally hammering uh, our government officials, but they, they just won't. Uh, but I think that's kind of what they should do. Maybe, but they shouldn't do it to where they're sort of making stuff up. What they should do is really hold all these people's feet to the fire. They should they should report and say, hey, this is what these people are doing. Uh, that recent bill that got passed, the stimulus bill, where everybody's going to get like 600. Well, not everybody, but some people are going to get like 600 bucks. And it was over 5,000 pages. Do I have my numbers right? Which is like probably three feet tall of stacked paper. How could anybody know what's in that stuff? You just can't. Uh, but that's government as, as, you know, being sort of par for the course. That's that's uh, that's standard operation for our particular government. So anyway, I think I've kind of ranted long enough about that. Um, as I had said earlier, let's let's kind of switch subjects. As I had said earlier, I have put out some videos on YouTube and I've, I did that lower build, which I'm going to use for uh, as an AR pistol. I'm going to uh, try and do some videos of me shooting. Unfortunately, with, you know, Biden 
taking the White House and all this other, and, and the Democrats going to be, you know, basically in control of the Senate and in, can still in control of the House of Representatives, don't look for ammunition to sort of show up anytime soon. And I would say, again, if you've kind of got nothing, if you don't have, if, if all you had was about maybe 100 rounds of something, I would say go ahead and buy a couple of boxes if you can find them and pay the higher price so at least you have something. I haven't really been on there and looking at the ammo stuff. Like I said, I'm I, I'm pretty good on what I've got. I you always wish you had bought a little bit more when times were were better. So we'll see. But man, I I was looking at something like Wolf nine millimeter. The steel case stuff was like what was it six seven hundred dollars for 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 a. a box of a thousand of uh, 115 grain nine millimeter i'm like holy crap so anyway i think i'm i maybe i'll cut it short here i guess i'm trying to think if there's anything else i wanted to talk about or mention real quick like i said i'm just sitting in a parking lot and the appointment time is going to be coming to a close so all right so let's jump in a little bit here with our final thoughts i guess you know, we've been in similar situations before. Some people would say, oh, it's never been this bad. You know, I don't know. We've weathered the storm. One thing I will say is that our side generally tends to rally and tends to fight a little harder when, you know, when we're kind of the underdog. Uh, I wish that we had fought and been able to organize and rally real hard under Trump. Unfortunately, we didn't. Everybody just said, oh, well, you know, things are going fine. Don't worry about it. But I do think things will, maybe in a couple of years, they'll normalize, especially if there is a change in uh, the House or in the uh, the Senate. A lot of it will depend on the next couple of years or what are we going to see that gets pushed through. You can almost guarantee that the Democrats are going to use the unrest that happened at the Capitol, basically the riots. I don't know if you'd call it a riot or whatever you want to call it, the assault on the Capitol, like I said earlier. Are they going to use that to try and push more gun control? Are they going to use that to try and increase governmental restrictions and constraint on the public? Probably. So we'll have to see. But overall, I think we'll get through it. Overall, I think that uh, when backed up against the wall, unfortunately, seems about the only time that we kind of come together. I do think, too, that there's a lot of gun owners, and I think that there's a lot of people who maybe were kind of more staunch on the left that are leaving the left. And But again, there's a lot of people that have left the right. I'd like to see a lot more people kind of start thinking more of a, in a libertarian manner and not depend on government, you know, and try and distance themselves from government. So anyway, let me know what you guys think. So the email address, if you want to contact me, uh, let me, let me know how I got it all wrong. Let me know that Trump's really the orange Jesus and all that stuff. So area code 206-745-2731. The email address to send your your uh, hate emails and your mean audio comments to me is firearmscafe at protonmail.com. All one word, firearmscafe at protonmail.com. 
Okay, my friends and fellow travelers, I will talk to you guys next time. I'm not gonna get home.